1: Because it's time for Beer with Geeks. It comes in pints? Shake and not start. Great Scott! I was way off. I knew it started with an S though.
0: Hi and welcome to Beer with Geeks, where two geeks geek out with beer. I'm Tim and with me as always is my quarantined friend Frank. How are you today? I'm doing alright man, how are you? Oh, I'm fine, I'm enjoying a quarantino. <laughs> um, no... I don't know. <laughs> um no, I'm doing I'm doing okay, Frank. We've been inside for um one thousand six hundred and seventy days. Yeah. And uh and I, I made friends with all the dust bunnies. Oh, good. I'll I'll, I'll good. give you their names now. That's Bob and Phyllis and Doris and Amelia and Stephen and Stefan, don't get them confused. <laughs> uh, <laughs> sure sure <laughs> sure um anyway
1: yeah how are you um uh, yeah fine fine um been uh been finding lots of ways to fill the time lately which i guess we'll we'll get to but um yeah good. It's, it's been several weeks here but we're we're happy and healthy and safe and uh hope that you and obviously all of our listeners are are doing the same
0: um but have you been enjoying any good beers while you've been at home I have been before all of this went down I went to the grocery st- uh, I went to the liquor store in fear that everything would um in fear that everything would stop hap- like being open yeah. and so uh and so I was like well I better you know, grab some, you know, pick six, you know what I mean? So I, just, I have a random assortment in my fridge that I've been saving basically for every episode. I have the same, actually. <laughs> oh, that's great. That's great. Um, so mine today is from the Upland Brewing Company in uh, Indiana, Bloomington, Indiana. And it is a pedal to the kettle. Uh, it is a tart beer. Um, it's from their Tart Kettle series. It is ale with rose hibiscus and strawberry. Ooh. It is so good. That sounds I amazing. Like, I. It's so good. And I'm not really one for the tart beers, but I, I thought in these sour times that I should kind of go for something um, <laughs> valid. Thematic. I don't know. Um, so yeah, it is so good. It is del- it's, It might actually be one of the my favorites from the show like wow I mean, we've, we've had a lot of beer on this show and oh yeah some of it has been good and very good none of it really terrible uh you know to our to our picking credit i guess but this one it's this is great i pedal to the kettle tart the tart series from upland brewing company it's so good do yourself a favor nice it's not it's not so tart that you can't enjoy it
1: interesting interesting so it's
0: huh uh it's tart is it like sort of grapefruity it's like a, it's like fruity tart yeah i would it's more strawberry than grapefruit okay okay um but you know how grapefruit you kind of go ah, grapefruit yeah you no know, it's yeah. not like that it's not like that gotcha okay it's more like mm, grapefruit oh all
1: right yeah that's very interesting um i like the sound of that very much lois um i (laughs) sorry uh i did a similar thing where i went shopping before all this craziness started and did stock up on some beers and i thought to myself i'm gonna save these for like when things get really real you know so i had Mm -hmm. i had those like in the back of my fridge um some of them are actually like i got them at the beginning of march so they're like winter beers even some of them so i'll probably be getting to those relatively soon but um (laughs) before they're like sort of like totally out of season and, and i wouldn't enjoy them anymore um But um, yeah, so like, and then I had the last couple of weeks I've been talking on the show here about how I've been buying a lot of local beers. So a lot of places are doing like curbside pickup and things like that. That's right. And Mm -hmm. doing like big deals where I got like a 24 pack of stuff from one brewery. And um, but uh, I decided, well, we're clearly going to be doing this for a while. So it's time to break out the uh, the ones that I was saving for a rainy day. Um, And today I'm enjoying um, It's just an IPA, but it is uh, it's from Moon Hill Brewing Company. And it is uh it is a puffin' stuff IPA. Ooh,
0: puffin' stuff. Puffin stuff. Oh. I like the uh I like the name. Better have a puffin' on the can. Uh, no, it's got a guy puffin' smoke because Oh, that makes stuff. Yeah. Th- you know what? I accept that too. Yeah. Yeah. If if anything, that makes more sense.
1: Yeah, yeah, I guess so. Uh yeah, it is uh like citrusy. Uh, and, and kind of a, a bitter, bitter ending, kind of hoppy, bitter ending, but, um, it's a pretty light IPA and it's, mm. uh, I, I like it. It's sort of a West Coast style IPA, um, but I do think it's from Massachusetts, um, Moon Hill Brewing. So yeah, good stuff. Good stuff. Good, stuff. good American IPA. I like it a lot. It's very balanced
0: and sort of sweet and subtle. Good stuff. Oh, I love that. Mm. Mm. If I, I'd go out and get some, if, yeah, you know. If, yeah. If yep. only. Yeah,
1: if only. Um, but, you know, we're, we're, because of that, because we can't go out and get stuff, uh, we've obviously been home for several weeks now and thought it would be, you know, it was time to do what every other podcast uh, has been doing, which is talk about how <laughs> we're spending the time, how we're passing <laughs> oh the God. days. Oh, my gosh. We're such followers, Frank. Right? <laughs> we are. We are. We're, you know, it's very important that as, as two East Coast white dudes, you know what we're up to. Um, that's right. It's very, yeah. very important to us that you know.
0: <laughs> it's very important that the two East Coast middle-class white guys... Yes. yes, ...that what are you doing to pass the time. That's right, that's right.
1: So, yeah, well, I, or I'm spending a lot of time... Um, a lot of time watching TV, to be perfectly honest with you. Um, that's not, not all I'm doing, but I, I am spending quite a bit of time, um,
0: you know, binge-watching stuff and, and whatnot. Are, are you doing the same, I, I assume? Yeah, a, I, a bit. Um, I definitely definitely watching able to get through more things that i have been meaning to get through um that in actually truthfully as of recording this episode i had to this past week i had to watch academy rewind movies Ah, yes um you know cuz that you know that's still going You can check us out at academyrewind.com um and so uh, and so i like what i everything that i have been binging has been put on pause so i could watch twelve movies from nineteen thirty-four for the nineteen thirty-five Oscars. Um but uh but I'm actually very much looking forward to getting back into the things that I have been binging because there's been several things that I've been doing to occupy my time. There's some TV, there's some video games, there's some um some books, movies, you know things things of that nature, Frank. So um what, why don't you kick us off?
1: Yeah, I thought we'd go back and forth and each, like share a recommendation, sort of rotating back and forth. Mm-hmm. Um, one that I'll, I'll start off with um, is a TV show I rewatched. Uh, we, we binge watched the whole, the whole thing, all four seasons in just a couple of weeks. Um, the Last Man on Earth. This was a show on oh, Fox. Yeah. yeah, do you remember yeah, this? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. a lot of people may not remember. I'll just refresh real quickly. It was on Fox around 2015. It started. It starred Will Forte, January Jones, Kristen Schaal, uh, Mary Steenburgen. Um, it was about. A, it was from uh uh Phil Lord and Chris Miller, um the guys who produced the Lego Movie and the guys who got kicked off of Solo, um. <laughs> And uh, they, uh, this show was about a viral pandemic that wipes out all of humanity except for like seven people, um, and it sweet creepily took place in the year twenty twenty.
0: Um, yeah, weird, weirdly accurate. It's, it's like that Dean Kunst like thing. Have you seen that floating around? I, yeah,
1: I've seen it floating around. I'm not. I, I didn't really. I don't. Not too familiar with it, but I've seen it sort of mentioned
0: in a book he wrote in the 80s he was like there's some viral infection that's a respite that is a respiratory illness that will cause mass pandemic in the year 2020 that's crazy and then it'll disappear as quickly as it came and then reemerge in in another 10 years or Mm -hmm. something like that Mm
1: -hmm. yeah but yeah I i will say it's a comedy So it's a sitcom, and it's very funny. Um, Will Forte is just, you know, Will Forte from SNL. He's so great. Um, uh, And this was his, he created the show. Um, Lord and Miller produced it with him, um, but he created the show, and he, like, wrote a lot of the, like, overarching story uh, for it. So it's his baby, and it is so freaking funny. Um, It's it's called The Last Man on Earth because when the show starts, he's the only, he thinks he's the last man on Earth, and then he gradually starts to meet all these other people. And they form a little community of like the seven or eight of them form a little like they try to restart society. Um, really funny. You know, you've got a, a diverse cast of uh, very funny people who have all these different quirks. And it's sort of, a you know, it, it's got sort of the workplace comedy sort of aspect to it, where it's like all these different okay. people who are quirky and, and trying to get along. But they sort of become a family over time. It's um, not a single cam comedy, is it? It is. It is, yeah. It's it's, it's single a single cam. it's a single cam. Yeah, it's a single but... cam. Yeah, yeah. It's not it's not like multi-camera. Yeah, it's just That's um, hilarious. Yeah, yeah. It's uh it's very funny. Um it's like mostly shot like on location, like out in out in outdoors and stuff. Um and it's I, I I really have enjoyed it a lot. Uh it's actually funny when you were talking about naming the dust bunnies, he does something very similar to that that carries throughout <laughs> the show. It starts back when he thinks he's alone and so he like names all these different he he takes a cue from um, Castaway and he starts naming oh, yeah. All these different sports balls and When I say sports balls I mean different like he's got a soccer Ball and a basketball and a football and, all, and he he mm-hmm. Draws faces on them and names them um, And he has conversations with them and it's Really funny it, and it starts at the beginning when he's alone But it sort of carries whenever he is feeling down He like talks to his his Ball friends um, that's it's, funny it's, it's, it's great it's a great show um, And it is uh, it, it may be a little triggering at the beginning because it's so similar to what's happening, but it really does. It is sort of uplifting, and it shows like how even in the worst of times, things can come back mm-hmm. from the brink. And um, yeah, it's 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 great. It's very silly. It's it's but but also heartwarming. A, a lot of times, um, I I really enjoyed it. It just took us a couple of weeks. You know, they're they're twenty minutes without commercials, um, and it's all on Hulu. So how many seasons? Four seasons. Four seasons. Four seasons. I it was
0: longer than I thought it was. Yeah,
1: yeah. It it went through like 2018, twenty eighteen. Yeah, I guess it was like twenty eighteen. Mm-hmm. I guess um, before it got canceled, unfortunately. I um, would have loved to see where they would have gone with it after that. But I know it's very much worth the watch. I'll put a link to the, the Hulu. Um, um,
0: if anybody wants to watch it on Hulu, it's 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 great. So the very last important Earth question. Is, yes. Uh, does it resolve? Shows that get canceled sometimes don't resolve. It
1: doesn't, unfortunately.
0: Oh, no. Yeah, they had a, they had plans for a season five, and it, it
1: does sort of cliffhang at the end, um, which is a real bummer. But, um, I, I, you know, and that, that bothers a lot of people to the point where they, they don't want to start something if it doesn't have a re- resolving ending. And I get that. I, I feel that about a lot of things. This one is so fun, though, that I think it's worth it. Um, that's my two cents. Mm.
0: Okay. All right. Well, that's good. That's good. I remember when it popped on, and I was like, "Oh, I should watch that," and I never did. But I didn't know it was on Hulu, so maybe I will go back to that.
1: Yeah, give it a shot. You know, if a few episodes into season one, um, when the when the rest of the the cast starts popping up, if if you're not feeling it by like episode four or five or something, you know, give it give it like two hours or three hours of of viewing mm-hmm. time. And if you're not into it, then then maybe it's not for you. But I, I would recommend it. It's it's a lot of fun. Cool, 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 cool. What's your first recommendation?
0: Uh, My first recommendation is My Hero Academia, which Hmm. is an anime, which is not normally my go-to, but it's nice. Uh, Not my usual, but nice. (laughs) This had been recommended to me several times over the course of a few years. And so finally, I was like, you know what? I'll give it a couple episodes. They're only 20 minutes, and they move quick. I've been told they move quickly, Mm -hmm. so I'll try it. And it is mind blowingly enjoying wow, it is so fun it's it's basically a love letter to like all superheroes all together all the same time, and so um it's about this kid who ca- um called uh Midoriya, and he was like the world has superpowers, it's kind of like the setup where like eighty percent of the population has superpowers, and all he wants to do is be like one of the best. Like elite like all of these other like all of these other guys and he doesn't have superpowers and that's like but he learned like he's one of the twenty percent that doesn't get it and he's heartbroken but um, stuff happens in which like the world's greatest this is a little bit of spoiler here but the world's greatest superhero all might he's basically the superman of the of the world he's got like that super strength flight like all of that kind of... all the powers that, like all the powers kind of going for him um, and so Uh, his power is called one for all um, and he basically gifts it to somebody else like he can only use it for so long and so like he got it from somebody else and now he's giving it to this kid so he's training him how to become the next superman basically oh i see he can pass Um, it on right yeah that's why all for one yeah oh the uh all for one one for all so the the bad version of it is all for one, where you could take the powers, and so this is the one where he can give the powers. I see. And, uh, but uh, he goes to superhero school, basically. He it's like so. It's like the X Men. Um, so that's but, why it's My Hero Academia, right? They literally are going to. They are literally going to school to learn how to be superheroes, and so you have that like dr- like school drama plus the League of Villains plus this plus that, and it's just so fun it's and like the the animation is incredible and the the, uh, the uniqueness of the powers is is sometimes like extraordinary it's just so cool the way that they think about using powers hmm. not even like because there's like a little ones like you know like i can shoot fire from my hands right mm-hmm. so that's normal but how it works is like limited to these presets and like what do you do with them and how do you move with that knowing you can do it and like if you use it too much you can get hurt and what does that look like and it's it's very cool um and so i don't want to give too much away because there are like twists and stuff sure that come along with it but it flies by wow like there's they just finished their fourth season just like a couple weeks ago i think if not even sooner than that and, like, it spends, like, it spends whole arcs in, like, one room during one situation. There's, like, five episodes that just one fight. Oh, wow. And, okay, and so just, really like, arcs. Okay. It's, like, yeah, they're, like, they really stretch out the timeline. Like, you're going into, I'm in s- the middle of season three right now, and I think it's barely been a year. Okay. Like, in okay. this kid's life. So is it, like, comic book pacing in that sense, where it's, like, each each episode is almost, like, in the next issue of the, of the uh-huh. comic? Yep. Exactly. Oh. It's exactly like comic book pacing where like that whole arc is just that one big fight. Right. That, right. That you watched happen. Mm-hmm. Okay.
1: I like that. I yeah. mean, I've been enjoying that with like the Clone Wars recently where it's sort of like each arc is like almost like a trade paperback, you know, like another yep. story, another mm-hmm. installment in the larger story. I like that a lot. Yeah. Um, where can you watch this? Is it
0: Crunchyroll, Netflix? Uh, Hulu, Hulu. Actually, All right. Right on. So yeah, you can watch it on Hulu. Um, you can watch it on Crunchyroll, I think, and um, and Funimation. But uh um, but it's on Hulu and the the dubbed and the um subtitled are both on Hulu. Ah, I've been watching the dubbed. Um dubbed and and dubbed. The, the voice acting the voice acting is great. Um it's yeah, it's it's really fun. Yeah. And they they play with superhero tropes like when All Might, the superhero guy, is like in his superhero Way of being. He's like, aha, I'm here, and my hands are on my hips, and I'm this, and every what everyone like. But it's not corny. Everyone just loves him for it. Like it's the (laughs) best thing ever.
1: Nice. Okay, right on. I'm going to throw that in the show notes as well, so folks can can watch that is it like a um you know i was saying about last one on earth that like maybe give it a couple episodes see where you you know if you you like it is it a similar like give it give it a little bit of a ramp up time or is it kind
0: of jump right into it yeah the first couple of episodes the main kid midoriya he cries a lot okay um just because he's like he's upset he doesn't have powers and then he's Mm -hmm. like you know he's training and it's tough and he's crying and all that stuff but i would say give it three or four episodes and then and then you're pretty much in it but it i mean it's anime so everyone's emotions are at a 10 at all times like that's just kind of the default setting where it's like when you're angry you are going to blow up the world right that's just kind of the way that those the way that this particular type of anime rolls so once you get used to it like it doesn't Take the amount of energy it requires to watch it. But, I see. Yeah, but I would definitely check it out. There's a guy who gets stronger by like the muscles, like muscle literally growing on the outside of his body. So think like Bane getting bigger from Venom, but instead of Venom, it's like his own muscle that wraps around himself on the outside. Oh,
1: interesting.
0: Yeah, interesting. it gets. Yeah, they get like they get weird. It's like some stuff you powers you wouldn't see. In a ama- like a Western comic because right. they're too weird. It's almost like something that Grant only Grant Morrison would come up with. Yes, 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 yes. I yeah yeah like the this totally guy wacky off the... tape out of his elbows. Yeah, and swing, yeah. Like from like like Spider Man. That's it's kind of like that. That is very uh very
1: Grant Morrison, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I I, I enjoy I do enjoy that kind of stuff. Um, so that's that's that sounds like a lot of fun. All right, I just threw that in the show notes, um, so folks can can watch that dubbed or subbed. Um, all right. Nice. My yeah. uh, next pick is uh, I have been rewatching all of Brooklyn Nine Nine, and oh, solid. Oh man, am I enjoying the hell out of it again? Yeah, it is. It is so freaking good. We just we wrapped up a rewatch of The Office, and we were like, oh, I want something else. And like, then we watched a bunch of Parks and Rec, and then we were like, I mm-hmm. want something else from that Mike Sure sensibility, uh, and. Yeah, we we picked Brooklyn Nine Nine, and we're we're in. I think technically we did start it before the uh, the quarantine, but but we've been really you know tearing through it mm-hmm. uh, now, and so we're in season four of that, and uh, or five even I think. And man, is this show so good! It's such a fun. I was saying to to Marissa the other day. I I think it's one of my favorite groups of characters. Um, from any of these like Sure shows, um, you know, from among The Office mm-hmm. or Parks and Rec or The Good Place, um, I, I, I think Brooklyn Nine-Nine is one of my favorite groups of characters because of what a, like, family they are and, sure. and what mm-hmm. a, like, how they all have each other's backs and they kind of grow together,
0: like, yep. The- yeah, they're they're all kind of in it to win it, yeah. as opposed to like The Office, where like Phyllis is kind of there, but she's not like part of the fam That's the it. same way. That's
1: it. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. The later seasons of The Office, they become more of an ensemble uh, once Michael is gone. Yep. So it does. You get a little bit more of that, not quite the same though, because like someone like Phyllis is still uh, is still sort of a background character uh, mm-hmm. or Creed, right? Certainly a background right. character. But in Brooklyn Nine Nine, they're sort of all all like main characters in a way and they all um, they all have a story they all they all grow and and they, they they help each other grow you know there's so so the premise is it's a, it's a, a police precinct in Brooklyn um, and it's sort of a wacky buddy cop sort of show I guess you would call it but it's it's wacky but heartwarming it's silly but tackles uh, uh, meaningful uh, uh, things um, you know, you have you have issues of uh, acceptance where there's a couple of homosexual characters who are, but it's just part of the show. It's part of the fabric of the show. It's not really called out or made in your face. Like it's just, it's just what would it be like if people were just if the world was just sort of a nicer place? Um, mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I think if I think if you like those shows like The Office or Thirty Rock or yeah, yeah. Um, Parks and Rec, it's just it, it's like that. It's all in the vein of like. A day at the office, yeah, with with a camera crew, um, Mm -hmm. but but there's an there's an optimism to Brooklyn Nine Nine that doesn't exist. It like they all have their own little like pocket, like like there's like a tone. They all have their own tones, and I think Brooklyn Nine Nine is optimism. I think that's really like, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. It's it's just a bunch of people who love each other and.
1: And uh, work together and become better uh, for knowing each other, and and they always have each other's backs, and, mm-hmm. and um, it's it's it, yes, it's very optimistic. It's very sweet, and it's it's very fun, and it it got canceled by Fox, uh, but then NBC picked it back up, and and they've been running for a couple seasons since then. So um, it is on Hulu as well, um, but uh, it, it's it's just it's such a Fun and funny show, and yeah, this is like our third time watching it all the way through, and it's it's, it's good, so
0: rewarding every time. Yeah. Apparently, apparently, this episode is sponsored by Hulu. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because because uh, my uh, I was gonna I was gonna have. Oh, last night my wife and I watched Under the Tuscan Sun, which was on Hulu. Uh, <laughs> so, would recommend it. Was very good. I enjoyed it. Um, uh, I was going to I was gonna say this is. You we talked about this on the show already, but to pick up from "Hit Me with Your Best Shot," I'm about halfway through Picard. Oh, good,
1: good, good. So you
0: know, um, yeah. So I would be finished if I didn't have Academy Rewind episodes Fair. to to watch. I have, but it is great. Right, you we're not kidding. Wow, it is spectacular. It's so, so fantastic. Yeah, I'd yeah. say that's that's definitely one. And this is something we've talked about on the show before as well. But I've been replaying the Arkham games. Oh, right on. Because I never get a chance to play video games. And I was like, I want to play them. Why not? Um, And they really are great. They're spectacularly good. All three of them. Well, actually, I I say four because I really like Arkham Origins, too. But I I skipped that one um, just so I can play the main three. I might play Origins afterwards. But I forgot how much fun they are and how much I love being Batman. (laughs) just like that was kind of my big takeaway and to arkham knight you get to i'm playing in the 1989 um batman suit like so i'm wearing like the michael keaton skin Mm -hmm. and it's fun Mm -hmm. to watch michael keaton just be in the crap at like moving the way he could never move in uh the movies like his neck and stuff right right yeah Yeah. (laughs) being able to
1: just turn his head
0: yeah, it's <laughs> that's that's fun for him, and the um, Batmobile has the '66 Batmobile skin nice. on it, so mm-hmm. it looks like the big armored one, but it's it's got a uh, outlined in red, and it's got the Adam West like red. Bat that's cool. On I love that. Places, so I'm having a blast. But like I said, we've I, there was an episode of Beer with Geeks where I just like ran like I think I told you the whole story. You did. You
1: ran me through that. You did a hit me with your best shot. I think it was, and you took me through yeah. the
0: entire storyline of the yep. two or three games that were out at that point yeah that's uh man good stuff and it's funny i think i did that and i apparently there was a whole like scheme of missions that i had missed the first time oh like there's a whole mr free story that i like didn't even know about which is, like, he's there, and Nora dethaws by accident, and he's like, yeah, and then, like, the Arkham Knights people take her, and he's like, you yeah, gotta save her, and then she's, like, talking to him, and she's like, no, I want to die, like, you know, you, you can't make this decision for me, and so, like, it was, like, heartbreaking, and, um, yeah, didn't know that happened, so anyway, there's, nice. uh, there's, there's that, um, Frank, have you been reading anything, or, yeah. um, yeah, um I
1: did pick up um this is not really nerdy person well it's nerdy in a certain in a certain sense but I did pick up a uh, volume of short
0: stories by Flannery O'Connor that is nerdy Frank yeah it's nerdy in yeah. its
1: in its own in its own way um it, it is uh, a sort of spiritually nerdy they're they're philosophical uh stories with sort of uh spiritual um uh, uh overtones uh they're not mm-hmm. they're not pointedly it's not about like Jesus went out one day There there's stories about everyday people um uh, from, she was writing in what the early mid 20th century yep and mm-hmm. she uh she's fantastic she's like a very well respected Um, author and and uh the yeah the i I teach flannery o'connor in my ap class right on Mm -hmm. um yeah yeah. so i the book that i picked up was uh called a good man is hard to find um
0: and other short (gasps) stories i love i love a good i have that book frank i have that exact one I, i a good man is hard to find is the one that i teach the story the specific story you teach or the like the whole book the, that specific story nice, a good man nice. is hard to find yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so it's 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 that got grandmother that grandmother
1: is the worst friend oh my god right <laughs> she's the worst she's the worst um yeah so it's sort of they're not they're really not um they're really not in your face like you really have to read it carefully with that lens to um understand the like spiritual aspect to it right otherwise it mm-hmm. would seem it, they're almost like they're almost like written like like HBO shows are written today where where it's you, you need to bring your own lens to it and do the analysis to that's to right. see the you know the the um the point of view that the, the writer is trying to give you. So it's not overt and it's not like in your face and it's not if it's something that's not really your normal cup of tea, um it's not going to be off putting in that way. I think it requires some thinking. Yes. Yes, they're thinkers yeah. for sure. Mm-hmm. So um yeah that's that's what that's what I've been reading as of late. Yeah. Um, I'll Wonderful. also recommend a YouTube channel, uh, that Ooh. I've been enjoying a lot of, um, and this is called film joy, uh, film joy does some really, really good reviews of uh, reviews and, and, more analysis of films. Um, it's really, really smart stuff. That's going to like make you think and be like, Whoa, I never thought about this in that way. Um, The most recent video, uh, so there's, there's, they do a lot of different things on their channel. The, my favorite series they have going is called Movies with Mikey. This guy named Mikey does, he's amazing. I love his analysis of movies. And he recently did one on um, the Star Trek uh, movies, the original uh, cast movies.
0: The stories of Star Trek's miraculous resurrection. That's the one. That's the one. It's it's a two parter. Star Trek movies with Mikey. I I found it. Yep. Yep, Okay.
1: Yep. yep. Uh, it's, It's a two parter. And it's uh, it's so good. They're long, like they're 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 twenty minutes, half hour, sometimes up to an hour. Um, so, but the Star Trek one is the most recent one. Something that just a little nugget that made me think um, was that in Star Trek the Motion Picture, it's all about how Kirk is like trying to get back to normal and trying to like. It, 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 he's trying to get back to his ship and, and be in charge again. And like, he wants his old life back. And that's mm-hmm. exactly what Gene Roddenberry was going through at that time where like he hadn't been able to do Star Trek in almost 10 years. And he was just trying to get back to being in charge. And some of the reasons oh, why yeah. that Star Trek the motion picture wasn't that great was because Gene Roddenberry had arguably too much control. Um, and so it's funny. Cause it's like, Oh, Gene Roddenberry was writing Kirk as a proxy for himself uh and the the analysis that mikey does there and breaks it down is really really awesome so film joy is awesome i love the mike movies with with mikey stuff in particular and i highly highly recommend that so i will also throw that in the show notes um if you want to check that out also his uh force awakens review and and all of his like star star wars um sequel trilogy reviews are top-notch I'm really really make Ooh. you think if you don't if you don't really like the sequels a lot i would recommend watching the movies with mikey stuff because he's critical of them but points out some nuggets that i stuff i haven't heard in any other breakdowns in like star wars podcasts to which i listen to many of them he does a great I'm, job I'm, breaking gonna, that stuff down. I'm
0: gonna i'm gonna watch though that you would great, like, as that's a, right up my alley yeah,
1: yeah as like a film student i i think you would enjoy it because he takes a very like serious uh approach to it and, and treats all this stuff like really really seriously and and academically in a lot of ways but not an, again. Not an off-putting way of like, oh, this is too highbrow for me. Like, it'll just make sure. you appreciate movies
0: more. Um, I, I I love his stuff, so movies with my yeah. I'm I'm on I'm on board for I'm on board for that. I want to check that out. Uh, lastly, I think before we, we wrap up, I'm just gonna say I've been reading some comics. Finally, yay! And finally, I've been like catching up. So I want a couple of things that I uh, I've been reading. Um, if you want to hear what I've been actually of what reading. If you wanted the prose that I've been reading, the actual fiction, you can check over. You can head over to Read Up the podcast, Read Up, uh, which um, which I go through uh, every time I read a book. I talk about it. Um, sometimes it's really short. Sometimes I have a guest and it's really long. Um, so there's Read Podcast in the in the show notes as well. Thank you. Do I have a website? I didn't even know that. It shows you how much I go there, but I'm sure I have one. Um, so um, I've been I've been reading the um, Batman Nightfall arc, uh, you know, so like Azrael and Bane and all that. So I read the first volume, halfway through the second volume right now. And then on stuff that's coming out now, um, I caught up on Hawkman by Robert Venditti, which is excellent. If you love Indiana Jones and time travel, then y- like that is what you that is what you want to look for. Mm. It's it's so good. Plus, Brian Hitch does the, f- the art in the first 12 issues, and it is beautiful. It's beautiful. Um, I caught up on Brian Tomasi's Detective Comics run, which is also very good right now. He does a whole Mr. Freeze arc. I talked about Mr. Freeze earlier in here and introduces the Arkham Knight to the, um, to the DC Comics universe proper. I read the third part in the Batman Ninja Turtles crossover um which are the the it was uh, they're they're okay i always think they're like they're just okay some of the character moments are really good um but like they're james tinian is wordy he is so oh yes yes and i just like and sometimes he sometimes he's not and sometimes he's just like oh my gosh like just like let the art tell the story Mm. take a note from tom king's book please please um but that actually will not dampen the fact that I caught up on Justice League Dark, which is awesome. It's so good. Um, it's such a weird eclectic combo for a Justice League. You know, it's, you know, it's Wonder Woman and Swamp Thing and Detective Chimp and Zatanna and sometimes Constantine and Man Bat, and it's just like it's just a cool cool book Dr. Fate is in there Madame Ooh. Xanadu Eclipso showed up in one arc and he was actually like scary and I was it's it's not afraid to go to some dark places and uh, as the name suggests um, indeed and I like it because Wonder Woman is the leader of the group um, but she's also like even though she comes from like this world of magic and gods and stuff she doesn't really get it so she's kind of a good entry character at the same time Uh and I also have caught up on Young Justice. Brian Brian Michael Bendis. Nice, which is which is good. It's not great. Um, it's like he. I'm not sure. I'm not sure what it is about it that I'm not like totally connecting with, but um, but I do enjoy it. I I, I am liking it because I like Bendis and I like the art a lot. But there's just it's it like a missing. Maybe it's, it. I don't know it's missing some kind of heart which is unusual for Bendis mm. um, yeah but uh, but I am still enjoying it but yeah that's a uh, and then I've got God knows how many other more books to read oh sure yeah yeah The Rise of Kylo Ren is also very good but I have one oh. issue left yeah but anyway Frank I think we're over time so we should kind of wrap this party up yeah
1: because Lord knows we have places to be and things to do and people to see right <laughs> uh... <laughs> Uh, anyway um frank where can the people find us <laughs> people can find us uh anywhere podcasts are found be that apple Podcasts or spotify or stitcher uh really any podcast app you you like and you know i don't, we don't mention this a lot but uh if you don't use any of those apps you can still just subscribe to us through any any podcast app whatsoever you go to beerweeks.com um it's a little link that says rss and you can just pop that into any any podcast player um that lets you subscribe to RSS feeds, which is all podcast players. So dog catcher or whatever, whatever you use, you can, you can find us there if you don't already find us in, in their directory. Um, uh, so you can, uh, you can do that beer with com, beer with gmail at gmail.com at beer on Twitter. Uh, and, uh, I think those are, I think those are big. Thoughtbubbleaudio.com is where the network is and you can find all of our shows, shows like Read Up where Tim talks about books intellectually and stuff. And uh, you can also uh, support us at patreon.com slash thoughtbubbleaudio. Uh, Obviously, these are trying times and not everyone has disposable income and we totally understand that. But if you do and if you enjoy what we do and you appreciate what we do, a couple bucks, uh, maybe a buck a month would be awesome to help us keep, keep doing this, um, keep the lights on. So thank you. Thank you very much to all of you who, who already do that. Um, everything we mentioned today is in the show notes. I was trying to keep up with you there at the end with all the comics. I think I got them all. Um, so everything is in the show notes if you wanted to catch a link to anything we mentioned and check it out for yourself. Um, so please be sure to do that. If you don't already get the show notes in your podcast player, go to beerwithgeeks.com and click on this episode and you'll find them all listed there.
0: So that's my little plug. That's a good plug, Frank. Uh, this was also a good conversation. So until next time, cheers. Cheers.